Welcome to From the Shed End podcast. As always, thank you for joining me. I can't remember what episode this is. It's late. Well, I am anyway. Obviously, I'm joined with Goonie, man knows football. How you doing, Goonie? What are you saying? Yeah, man, I'm all good. Just trying to get through this busy Christmas period and just trying to survive what I'm seeing from Chelsea Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, it's a bit mad. It's a bit mad right now, to be fair. But um, before we get into that, obviously, everyone who's listening or watching, we appreciate everyone who's subscribed to the channel already. Anyone that isn't subscribed, please make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow our socials as well. All all on the, uh, the links in the description as well. So make sure you, you click the links, all of that stuff, man. We appreciate everyone. We've got a competition still running on our Instagram as well for hitting 2000 followers. So make sure again, you go and check that out as well. But yeah, man, let's get straight into it, Goonie, because it's been a bit of an iffy one for us. Obviously, we, we look, went into December. We had four games. I think we had a game every four days in December. That's coming to an end very soon. But talk to me, because obviously we 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 drew against Burnley. We nearly lose to Watford. We played brilliant against Juventus. Zenit was a bit of a mad game as well. <laughs> talk to me. What what's what's happened to us at the moment? Ah, uh, bruv, I think the the obvious the obvious thing here is is injuries injuries have completely decimated us um since losing ben chilwell that left side has becoming more increasingly vulnerable especially from the fact that kante and kovacic ain't been available for selection and with them two not being in it's just that protection on that left side is basically non-existent because Jorginho, we know, hasn't got the legs. Loftus-Cheek, as we know, I I um, I feel like Loftus-Cheek isn't 100% and hasn't been playing at 100% for a little bit. That's just my suspicion anyway. So when you don't have that kind of tenacity and that dynamicness in that midfield, you're going to suffer. And that suffering is lack of protection from uh, um, protecting your defence or even going the other way, you know, making the transitions to... to, to um, make attacks but to me this is also the board can't get away with this because this is a massive reflection of our summer to a lot of us the signing of Lukaku right it papered over the cracks but if you look at the players that we were supposed to sign yeah um Hakimi was was a red hot one we were supposed to sign him now in hindsight you see before we were saying oh we've got Reese James we don't need him now Hakimi can play both left and right you get me so we did need Hakimi. And then there was obviously this Zola guy from Italy, but he got that injury in the in the tournament that's just kept him out. So I don't think that's happening. So what I'm saying is, is that recruitment, poor recruitment in the summer has also been a contributing factor to this. It's true, man. It's true. When you look back on it now, obviously Hakimi is probably the one that stands out. But I'll be honest, I'll be honest, Guni. I said when, when the season started, obviously even with or without Lukaku, and I still think this, I'm still going to back what I'm going to say because I think we've still got the players that we need to to be competing, if I'm honest. I think looking back, the Sao Niguez one looks a bit bit of a madness. I think we should have potentially kept Billy Gilmore, Conor Gallagher. It looks like Ross Barkley might be on his way out come January in a couple of weeks as well. So you're looking back on that now and you're thinking to yourself, should you know, should should we have kept Billy Gilmore or, or Conor Gallagher? Would you have kept one of them too? And look, obviously hindsight is beautiful. We can talk about it now. But obviously when Sao gets signed, we were 
me included, I was definitely looking forward to seeing him play, but he just doesn't seem to be fitting into what Thomas Tuchel's wanting him to do at the moment. I mean, with in the case of Saul, at first I was willing to give him a couple of run of games, a couple of months mm. to acclimatise to the Premier League and to the country and his surroundings. But it's been a few months now and this is the only game where I've actually seen him get the bare basics right. And and I said in my preview, and I was being generous by saying this, that, um, sorry, my post-match, I was being generous by saying Saul had a good game uh, when he really didn't. Or like he made a couple of mistakes. There was one that I remember that might have even cost us a goal. Um, it's just that's the first time in the Chelsea shirt I've actually seen him have some have a first touch, play the ball, and make a couple of right decisions, and just make some progressive passes forward without losing the ball. And it's just not good enough. And in terms of Billy Gilmore, in hindsight, yes, Billy could have Billy could have stayed because we've seen him time and time again come into that first team and show that he's more than capable of, of, of playing with the others. I've seen him have man-of-the-match performances against the best Liverpool squad that they've seen for decades. Do you know what I mean? So mm. why why is he not ready to sort of join into the fold? But again, it's, it's a case of he's going to need more minutes. And if he feels like he's going to get more minutes elsewhere, hence the move to Norwich, then it would make sense. But... Look at what's happened with Norwich. In the mm. case of Conor Gallagher, though, it's a different story. With that one, um, it was more of an unknown element from the fact that, well, at least in my perspective, that we haven't seen him have enough run of games in that first team to be able to definitively say that he should have stayed. Mm. This is a case of a right loan move with the correct man- uh, with the correct coaches at Crystal Palace who are also willing to give a lonely player the chance to become the star man, the key man that they they base their football around, which is a very rare thing to see. So we struck gold in terms of that loan move there. So had mm. he had stayed at the club, would we have seen the same progression from him as what we're seeing now with him at Palace? It, it, it remains to be seen. Me personally, I doubt it because it wouldn't have been given the minutes, nor would he have been the focal point of this Chelsea team. So mm. keep him where, I think we should keep him where he is, to be honest. I think I think with Conor Gallagher, I've got a funny feeling he's not he's not coming back. I think he's too good to be playing sort of a Ross Barkley role, or a, do you know what I mean? I think he's good enough to to be a, a first team. If he comes back, I think he's coming back with the intention to to take someone out of that team that's in there at the moment. If I'm honest, I I think he's that good. He, if he's not walking into the Chelsea team, he needs to go elsewhere and get that football. And I think I think Palace will put a bid in. I think. I think they'll put a, a decent bid in. We've seen it before with Tamori, other players that even looking at Tammy now, you think about how he's doing in Italy as well. We've seen yeah. it, man. I think I think he could go. I think he, what what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility that potentially you, Palace you know, come in or someone like that comes in for him? You, you know what? I, I I did say um a few weeks ago that as good as Conor Gallagher's been, there's a very, very high chance that he might not play for Chelsea. So I do kind of agree with you with what you're saying. But now that we fast forward into this time, because imagine we've a lot has gone a lot has gone on from the past four weeks for Chelsea Football Club. We've gone from up here all the way to like where we are now. So mm-hmm. things happen quickly in football. So that's made me think, right? Why would we get rid of Conor Gallagher now when we can see Ruben Loftus cheek? We can't re- look. I'm talking in terms of, in the relation to what we're aiming for, what we want to win. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Jorginho, the collective of this current midfield that we have is not cutting it. Now, I put Jorginho in there because, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, 1,000% honest. I don't think he's a terrible player. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's a good player. 
I don't think he's a world-class player. Now, if we're talking about competing on all fronts every single season, you need that. You need depth. You need quality and depth. Mm. Jorginho is 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 a regular first team player for Chelsea Football Club. When I feel that there should be a better quality midfielder starting there, so um, Kovacic or or Akante, even look at let's look at it for what it is. If we look at Conor Gallagher and Jorginho now, understandable they're two they're two different players with two different qualities. But when you really look at it, who do you think would contribute more to this squad? to this team right now right now yeah Connor I'm not gonna lie to you I have to agree Connor. I have to agree because mm. what Connor Gallagher also adds which we don't have in our midfield from nobody is goals outside the box inside the box facts. when creating them mm. it's so facts. we missed that Look, we're gonna. I'm gonna get. Listen, I might get hounded and terrored for what I said about Jorginho because, like, there's a lot of people in the fan base that swear by him. And again, it's like I'm saying, I don't think he's a terrible player, but like, mm. I think we need to be working with better quality. We need to be scouting much better quality. We need mm. to be scouting players that are in and around the quality of like your your Paul Pogba's and your Bruno uh, and, your, and your Bernardo Silvers and that. Are you putting Jorginho yeah, yeah, yeah. in that category? That's what I'm trying to say. So that's the ambition that I feel Chelsea Football Club need to have because right now it's about quality and depth because Man City and Liverpool also have two things that we will never have in mm. the immediate time, which is the fact that both teams, both both coaches have had their own team for about three or four years running. Mm. It's true. It's true. 100% that's true. It's true, man. But talk to me about Wolves because I thought they played, actually, I thought they played very well in terms of what going back to some of the other games where we've drew, we've drew or we've, we've, we nearly lost, like I said, to Watford. But thinking back to that Everton game as well, uh, Everton set up and the way that they frustrated us, we couldn't un- unlock the defence. It was just a, a frustrating game. I've seen signs that that was what we were going to be up against again, against Wolves, in terms of it was just a frustrating game. The first half for me, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. We were mispassing the ball. Aspiaqueta looked sluggish. Whether it's just fatigue, I don't know. But something just doesn't seem right again with this team. Like I, there's the signs where I think Reese James is trying to flag down Tuchel, get his attentions, ask him what he needs. It just seems disjointed at the moment. It seems like something's going on, maybe behind the scenes, as well as the fact that obviously these contract situations still aren't sorted as well. So what 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 did you take of the game in, in terms of? the way Wolves played and how we played against them as well. Well, I'll, I'll start with this. I went into that game not confident of getting three points. Absolutely mm. not. So to come away with a point from there, I think it, it, this is in relation to where we are with all things considered, because you've got to put things in context. It was a good point because we could have come away from that with zero points. Had, had, had Jimenez had a bit of awareness about him and held the offside line and not interfered mm. with play, then it would have been 1-0. And do you see any, us getting a goal from anywhere, from the way we played? Even though we improved massively in the second half, did you still see us scoring? No. Exactly. No. That's my point. But um, Wolves, listen, with them and, and Bruno Lage, I only, because in the first five or so minutes, we actually had an early chance, quite similar to the Everton game. But after those five or so minutes, I knew Bruno Lage was not just going to sit back, especially at the Molyneux and just have this. When yeah. Chelsea are, you know, teams are opening Chelsea up. And they've got the players to do that. They've got Podence. They've got um, Adama Traore, who came on later. Martinho, um, Jimenez, you name it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So 
all things considered, it was a good point. And then all of this, you see the symptoms of, um, you know, not stringing passes together, positioning, positionally not being aware and just these things. This comes with not having consistency within the squad in terms of the same faces week in, week out, because you've got to understand it's like these guys have got, they're not playing with the same guys every week. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, you're playing two or three games a week and you're playing with different faces altogether. So and and sometimes on a different week, the job that you're being asked to do might be different from the last. Like look at um Trevor, for example. Yeah. The guy's yeah. been playing centre back all season, right? And he was played midfield this game. But the good thing is with Trevor is that his previous loan over in yeah, France, he, played, uh... he was playing in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. So he can he can do that. But this is levels now. This is Chelsea Football Club in the Premier League. So mm. there are things that players are play a lot of players are just thrown into the deep end and you know, and the fans, the way it is with us, we expect him to just just swim. It's not as mm. realistic as that. You need consistency yeah, yeah. to be seeing results. When we had our run and when we're not conceding goals, we had our main guys in the squad. You had mm. your Kantes, you had your Kovacic, you had your um, Rudigas, Thiago Silvers and your Ben Chilwells. When you've got that consistency and you trust your teammates around you, these mistakes don't happen. I agree 100%. All, all of that, what you're saying is, is truth. Because if you think about even the fact of having to play Chalabar in midfield and you've got you've got midfielders on your bench in terms of obviously... I don't know if you can call Sal Niguez a midfielder. I don't know what his role is, but in terms of Barkley, for instance, he's on the bench. So it tells you that Thomas Tuchel trusts Chalabar to put him in that position. He's obviously seen something on the training ground as well. But I, I agree with you. I think a lot of it is down to injuries. I think a lot of it is in terms of the inconsistencies. I think I think it didn't help the fact that we hardly had any players on the bench. I'll be honest. I don't want to use that as an excuse because I, I, I don't do that. But in terms of the fact that the, the game wasn't postponed and you look at other teams, other games, other matches that have had that postponement agreed. Yeah. Put in. We had to put, put out a team and I think we had two goalkeepers in Bentonelli, Bentonelli Kepa. Kepa. We had Melangsar, um trying to think now really quick. We had Melangsar, Barkley and Salniguez. And yeah, yeah, that's it on, on the bench. So... That isn't enough to, to yes, you've got a, a, an 11 that you can put out there, but if you want to swap things around, you, your, your option is basically bring on Sal Niguez and hope that he, he plays half decent, which I'm not saying he played he, he played better than he did in his previous games that he started. I think that's the credit that we can give him, but to say that he played amazing or he played really it's well. It's just not to a standard of Chelsea Football Club. That's the point. Isn't. This is it. Just so like us, us saying that it's a good game is again, it's in context to what we've seen from him. Yeah, Although yeah, yeah. It, it was a good game for what we've seen from him, but in mm. terms of the quality that we need, it's not it. It's not it. It's not it. And I, if I'm if I'm honest, I think as Chelsea fans, we have to admit sometimes we don't always get the deals right. We don't always get the the right players in. And this is one of these very moments now where we're looking at him now. It isn't working. I'd be very surprised if he's here come. End of, end of the season. I think he'll go back. He'll he'll doubt get recalled. It. Highly doubt it. I can't see him staying. To be fair, but in terms of, in terms of Wolves, they played well. I think then Donka had a very very good chance. He had a free header. He should be he should be putting that away. But yeah, I just think in terms of the, I think Ben Chilwell is going to be a massive. Personally, I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's going to be back in time for the. Um, even if he comes back, 
you're talking about Ben Chil, who's got to get back to full fitness, the rehabilitation in terms of those kind of injuries as well. Yeah. You probably won't really see the Ben Chil that we saw at the start of this season coming into this into this second half of the season now, in my opinion. I mean, the Chilwell situation, we still have to sort of be mindful of that because just because he's training on grass and he's, you know, running up and down, well, when he got that injury, that was part of the program anyway. Because they they um the diagnosis was it, it was it was ligament damage, but the ligament hadn't snapped or ruptured or partial. something like that. Yeah, it was partial. It was, yeah, it was partial. So mm. th- that means he can still walk around and, and, and do his day-to-day thing, but it's just when mm. you put stress on your on your joints is where the test comes. So right mm. now what they're trying to see is how well balanced he is on that knee. Because mm. with an injury like that, and when your knee when your ligaments weaken, you lose strength. So that's where your balance has to be tested. And if it's not quite up to scratch or if he's feeling a bit of discomfort, then he's going to mm. have to get that surgery. But the more days that do go on and we don't hear news about surgery, the better. So we still have to see with that situation. But I think that's what, I think Thomas Tuchel is going to give us the update in a few weeks because he's got the assessment, I think the first week in January. But I want to ask you a question around that, that situation because obviously... On here, I think Theo and Haydar both said that they would either deal with Alonso as the, the main left back and then have Aspi as the the backup. I said before we were linked with Luca Dean, I said about bringing Ian Matson back from Coventry. We have to, we have to. Because I think he's a natural left back. He's left foot, he, he, he plays there for Coventry, he's doing very well. With all Emerson, but I think the expectation for, for Matson would that he's, he's not going to play every game. So I think if you bring him back with the expectation he's going to come and play the odd Premier League game, if we if we get through to the Carabao Cup the next round, he might play in that game as well. FA Cup kind of games, he might play them games. But what what would you do? Because obviously we've been linked with Luca Dean as well. So Luca Dean looks like he's definitely leaving Everton. It looks like we're, we're looking to try and get him. Would you take that as your first option or would you look at what we've got in, in the squad already? Um, Right now, I would I'd be trying to buy Luca Dina. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. Um with with Matson, yes, I would like to see him back at the club, but if there's an alternative ahead of him because of his age, and I don't like to sort of halt his development where he is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm never a fan of pulling players who are doing well at loan clubs, especially at that age. I'm never a fan of that. Yeah, so I'd yeah, rather yeah. he does stay at Coventry. But if it's like I only agree when it's desperate desperate times calling for desperate measures. That's when I'll say, okay, come and get him back. But Luca Dina is a no-brainer for me. If he's available now, he doesn't want to play for Everton. You know, it's a very public bust-up that he's had with um, Benitez and Everton yeah. aren't exactly doing their best right now. Um, and it's a, it's a vulnerable time. And Chelsea, you know, we're a very opportunistic club. When these yeah. things start to happen or, or when they start to rear their heads, Chelsea like to capitalise on the opportunity. So I definitely... Definitely be looking at that. Luca Dina, I can imagine us getting in between. Don't be surprised if we get in between like 25, 35 ends. Don't be surprised. But I, think that's a, I think that's a good deal though. I think that would be a very good deal to get in for that price as well. How, how he's, old is he? He's 28. He's 28. So yeah, you see, that's a, that's that's a prime that's a, years. Yeah. So it would make sense. It might go down as a very popular January signing, but then as as the long-term option, is, 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 he, is he it? That's my thing. Is is he it? I think he's a very good left back. I won't front to you. I think he's very good going forward. But when we're talking stepping up to the Champions League and expectations of winning trophies and being part of that squad rotation mm. and being called upon during periods like December, 
mm. get me where you're gonna have to play some of them tough games, bro. Is he gonna be that guy? See, this is why this is why I still think yeah, Matson's the, the answer, because again, I think if Ben Chilwell does come back, he obviously needs to play this end of the season of, of some capacity. Yeah. But you wanna have you've got to have the for me personally, I don't I wouldn't trust Aspia Quetta there. And I think yeah, Matson, I hear what you're saying about um sort of pulling his development from Coventry. I, I get that, but I think desperate measures call for desperate times. And if we're looking at how desperate we are for a left back, for me, I'd bring back Matson for the for that period of the the what four or five months of the, the um the season that's left. Then I'd reevaluate in the summer and see who's available. Because I think what would happen is you bring in Luca Dino and then come the summer, we want to bring in a, a a proper left back. And when I say a proper, I mean a, a better yeah. quality left back. So what's the point in signing him for five, six months and then loaning him out? That's what we did with that's what we've done with Emerson. We've got Emerson sitting there Can't playing football, pay, paying wages. We might as well just get we might as well just try and cover over another crack and 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 push on in the summer. You you make a you make a good point. But then my thing is, is what is the ambition for Chelsea this season? Because the title is, by each game that goes past, it's just looking more and more out of reach. Would you say that we're still in it for now? Mathematically, 100%. But ability-wise, <laughs> ability-wise, ability no. No, with this, with, with, yeah. with. Well, yes and no. I mean, let me be fair. Yes and mm. no. Yes, if we've got a full strength side, and, and, and be going in without injuries. Yes, I think yeah. we can. We can still claw something back. Um, I do think City will still drop points. Liverpool they drop points against Tottenham, um, but I do. It's possible, but it's a massive ask. I'm more looking towards February times when the Champions League knockout stage is kicking because that's going to be an interesting competition now because yeah. if now we've got our main hitters back and Ben Chilwell is back in that squad or we have recruited properly in January then mm. that's a competition that we can win. You get me? Because mm. our draw has been good. I mean, we drew Lille twice. <laughs> we... What's the odds on that, though? <laughs> and, 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 watch this, and watch this, T-Dot, right? <laughs> if we've got a full squad, listen, remember I said this, if we've got a full squad, right, mm. whoever we face after Lille, I couldn't give a shit. I said I that now. I said that before. I'll be, I'll be real. I said even if we get Bayern Munich, we can't, we can't be champions of Europe and be scared of Bayern Munich. Facts, and I actually, I, I actually think, I actually think with a full strength Chelsea squad, I think that we that anything can happen in the Champions League, yeah. innit? Anything can happen. That's it. That's all it is. When 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 we 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 beat Real Madrid, we beat uh, Atletico Madrid, and then we beat City in the final. No one gave us a chance. When nah, you think exactly. about it, because don't forget the week before or two weeks before we lost to Leicester in the FA Cup. And if you remember, everyone was saying that we ain't going to beat City because we can't beat Leicester. So it doesn't, for me personally, we could get Bayern Munich and draw them out the, the first time, draw them out the second time and still smash them and then get Lille and then lose to them. So it, it, it is what it is. You come across who you come across, you got to beat who's in front of you. So exactly. I think in terms of that, I just think, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be obviously an easier run into the next round if we can beat Lille. But the same time as well, if we get Bayern Munich or whoever we got, it, it, to me, it is what it is, if I'm honest. But I want to talk about COVID because it seems to be the thing at the moment. There's been um, some, I think, obviously, before we talk about the COVID thing, I don't know if you've heard, but we've got a few youth players or the development squad players have been 
introduced into the senior squad. I think more so for the Carabao Cup. Tuchel's potentially looking to try and rest some of the players if the Villa game goes ahead. I think on Boxing Day, I think is the the next fixture. Uh, uh, it's it's not looking likely, is it? If do you know no. what, being a Chelsea fan, we might literally be the only team forced to play that game. <laughs> yeah, they might just drag Villa and be like, just drag us out anyway. Chelsea, you got to play him. We don't like six, six man on the pitch, but you still got to play. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it's I think it's it's interesting because I think some of the names that have been been mentioned is Josh Brooken, um, obviously Harvey Vale is in there as well, um, Alvi Gil Gilchrist as well, Gilchrist, Gilchrist, yeah, yeah, yeah. things about him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's players that are coming in because I think originally they wanted to keep the two squads separate to not compromise the two yeah. the two bubbles. But sometimes, like I just said, desperate measures call for desperate time. So. What's your thoughts on that? Obviously, bringing in some of the youth, is this an opportunity to step up and... Of course. I mean, of of course. Listen, I don't want to refer to other teams in the Premier League, especially not Arsenal, because we've got two different... We don't, we don't talk about the money. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, and we've got, two, we've got different expectations between the yeah, two yeah, clubs. Yeah. But when you've got nothing to lose, why not? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Emil, Emil Smith-Rowe, everyone said, including myself, he's not ready for the Prem. Look at him. Yeah. He's doing all right. He's doing decent. Mm. He ain't world class. He's not no, one no, of the no, best. No. He's not one of the best of the best, but he's he's doing decent. Mm. Um, So you've got to give these guys a chance. And then you've got guys like Harvey Vell, who we know like he's a very talented guy. Mm. And it's not like we're playing with a full, a full 11 of, of youth. They're playing amongst experience. This is their time to learn. They've got to grab this opportunity. And with the reputation that we've got at Cobham, they better take that opportunity because it's easy for us. Our scouting, um, what's Big Man's name? Head of head of youth development again. Uh, the name's just gone out of my head. It's gonna come to me later on. Ah, bruv. You're asking me what time is it here? It's eleven. It's ten o'clock. Why is remember, the, remember my why has name. the name? Why has his name? gone out of my we're gonna uh, find it we're gonna find yeah, it yeah i'm sorry guys i listen i should not nil bath there we go nil bath you see him that guy's a bad boy when it comes to the to the top talent in london and that he's like yo mm, listen he's, I, know he's on it. Are, I know who it is and they're coming to chelsea first and foremost everyone else were whoever we reject to release they can go to arsenal and tottenham and <laughs> yeah they, yeah it's true though look they got <laughs> yeah, it's Eddie, true, they're, true, they're true. Eddie and Ketia, for christ's sake yeah, yeah, it's true, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's true. I think this is their opportunity. I'm not expecting them to come in and, and solidify a, a senior squad place at all. I don't think that's the expectation of them. I think what they're coming in to do is to give some of these players that are injured. Obviously, we're going to have some of them that are still will still be self-isolating, I think, when the Brentford game's taking place this week as well. But what would you do in terms of obviously it looks like hopefully I, don't, I say hopefully but it looks like there's going to be a a circuit breaker or whatever they call it I, i'm not into the i don't really read much about covid but there's going to be some sort of pause in the season obviously today they've come out and said that they want to continue with it but surely if, if there's more cases of covid and whatnot there's going to have to be some sort of break to allow for clubs to let their players self-isolate and then get back into the full swing of things. You, do, do you agree with that? Do you think there needs to be a, a bit of a, a winter break or something this, this season? Um, with the quote-unquote cases that we're seeing in football, mm. 
uh, I say quote unquote for, for for reasons I won't explain on here. <laughs> but if that's the case and lives are truly at risk at the level that they say it is, mm. then it would make sense based on that principle of it being true. Do you know what I mean? So if that's the case and 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 it's as bad as what they're saying it is, then I guess that's the only thing left to do. Do you know what I mean? I know, I yeah, nobody wants to see it happen. I don't want to see it happen, bro. But if it's about protecting human lives over football, then it's, it makes sense, isn't it? You've got to do it. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And I know, obviously, when you go on, on socials and people are saying, oh, but you need the break, blah, blah, blah. It's not that, man. I think I think if you look at all the other clubs as well, I think pretty much all the, maybe all the top six clubs at the current top six have had a game postponed, I think. Bar City, yeah, yeah, Bar and this, and, and that's and that's quite interesting actually because Chelsea did put in a request before the um, who just who did we just play now? My memory's just gone. We did, <laughs> wolves, what is, wolves, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tried to uh, get the Wolves game cancelled. The Premier League denied them. Mm. Um, I personally said after that, I thought that was a bit strange, and I thought, you know what, if the Premier League are going to do that. Mm. The least that they should do is give us a bit of transparency. So what is it about the other games that you cancelled? What was the criteria mm. for them games to be cancelled? Was it a certain amount of players in the squad that were, that contracted it? Was it a certain amount that are not vaccinated? All that. Mm. What is it? You've got to let the fans know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's because, right, isn't it? It's true. Yeah, you've got to let the, the fans know. If you're, saying, mm. if you're saying no to others and yes to others, you've got to give us some transparency as to why. Mm. And that way, yeah. like it's, it, it becomes a fair playing field. Yeah, I think I think it's got to be that there needs to be a, a a two week window just to allow clubs to sort of regroup, get their players back. Because who wants to watch a team where? And this is this isn't me talking from a Chelsea perspective either. But who wants to see a team where one team's got four players on the bench, five players on the bench, or they've got half their team out, and the other team's fully got this squad from first to yeah, 30. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Who exactly. wants to see that? You want to see a level playing field. You want to see the, the right kind of, do you know what I mean? The, the right level of footballers on the pitch. You don't want to be seeing a, a 50% Angolo Kante or something like that or Kovacic coming in and he's, although Kovacic played really well against Wolves, I have to say that, but you know what I mean? You want to see someone fully fit on the pitch rather than half, yeah, 50%. Yeah. yeah, no, completely. So, I mean, if if games are going to continue to be cancelled, then just go ahead and cancel it. My thing is, is that I just don't trust the fact it will be two weeks. I think they'll say it's two weeks at first, but they'll drag it. Drag it up. Yeah. Uh, could pause it. Well, you remember the last one, they, they paused it for what? About two months, a month, something like that. So, so you see, and remember mm. we was there, well, over in the UK, you lot were told, told there like there wasn't going to be another lockdown. Here you know what are. I think. You know what I think already, but yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But here yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, man. But quickly before we wrap up, we got Brentford in the week, Carabao Cup. Give me your thoughts, really quickly. We should be beating them, regardless of. I say we should, man. I keep saying this every week. I gotta stop saying it, but we, we should be beating them in terms right, of what. It's, what's it's even more. It's even more important now because we just need a win anywhere it gets, mm -hmm. anywhere we can get it for confidence' sake. In terms of the competition, the Carabao Cup look controversial. Some people don't like it, mm -hmm. but me personally, I'm not really too fussed about what we do in that competition. 
if we're playing a squad of youngers from from goalkeeper to striker, and then I would care because that's that's how I look at the competition. I'm not asked if we win it. I'm not asked if we don't. Some mm. say you should respect the trophy. A trophy's a trophy, yes, but I believe there's bigger fish to fry. You get me? So I couldn't really care less, to be completely you, honest. So what you're saying is you'd rather compensate coming out of this if it means that we ain't got to play another game. If it means, do you know what I mean? Is that what you're saying? That you'd rather, if it means we can go on and win the Premier League or we can win the Champions League. Yeah, I'd, if it means I'd coming be happy out to of this, get out. Yeah, course, I'd be yeah, happy yeah, to go out. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not the, it's not the be all and end all. But what I will say though is, you see the first um, round of dominance that Chelsea had. Mm. It was actually the League Cup. I believe that League Cup that we won was really the catalyst for everything. That taste of silverware for, for them youngsters. But we're in a different situation now. Your your Mason Mounts and your Reese Jameses, they've touched Champions Leagues and that. So there's it's levels. Different, no, I'm sure I'm sure for a collector's item they'd like to win it, but like they've got bigger things on their mind. The Prem and the mm. Champions League are the things that this club wants. Yeah. I, I think if we if we win, then obviously we win, but Again, like you, I'm not really too concerned about it. I want to see us, if I'm honest, this year, and I've said it on here already before, so I can back up what I'm saying, but I want to win the Prem. That's, That's what, what I, I want the most. That's what I want the most, even more than mm. the Champions League. I can't yeah, lie to you. As yeah. much as I'd love, don't get it twisted. I'd I'd, I'd go mental <laughs> if we won the Champions League again, but I, I just want that Prem, bro. Yeah, we want the Prem, man. And I think, I, if I'm honest, I think we're still, what are we, six points? Yeah, we're six top. points. That's six two six games. We still top. got we still got some big games coming up. I think we got Liverpool the second of January or something like that. Yeah, that's a big game. We beat them. We're back on track. So is, and, the, is and the Afcon going on? We don't know. We don't know. This is another thing. We got that's got to be decided. And if I'm honest, I don't. I can't see it going ahead because you got to think about all them bubbles. They're gonna compromise the Premier League bubbles because when they come back, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to self isolate then. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? I don't know. So for me, from a selfish point of view, I want it cancelled, if, if I'm honest. We don't want to be losing Mendy and then having to play Kepa, who's played very well under Tuchel. But, yeah, but to, to rely on him week in, week out. Nah. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not good, man. It's not good. So we'll have to see, man. I'm sure, we, we, I think that, when is that? It's the, sometime in February, isn't it? Is it January? Um, Feb- what is? That, um, Cup of Nas- African Cup of Nations. Nice it's January. Oh, is it January? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because then the Club World Cup straight after. It's in February, yeah. That's it. I keep We're getting confused that. with them too. Now, I, now, you see, now, you see that one day, yeah? That's a I, must. We, yeah, we have to. That's a must. We got, even, even if we, we sacrificed, because I think, isn't that when the FA Cup's played at the same time or have they moved it now? Because a couple of years ago, a couple of seasons ago, you had to choose to come out of one. You had to opt out of it. Nah, nah, nah. You, we could still compete in this one. We got Shrewsbury, I think, in the cup. So we'll have to see. But Goonie, listen, tell the people where they can find you. All that stuff as well. Man Knows Football. Yep, you can find me on the Man Knows Football YouTube channel. Just type it up there in the search, Man Knows Football, and you'll see it there. Um, mainly Chelsea content for now. But um, in fact, I ain't going to lie. Right now, I'm in the process of like moving apartments. So my consistency has kind of been up and down. But once I get back, once I get into the new apartment, internet will set up. 
going to be running lives, lives, lives consistently. Um, Tuesdays, you'll find me on Lee Gunner's show. Well, that's tomorrow. I'm going to be on Lee Gunner's channel tomorrow. So definitely look out for that. We've got a live channel, me, Lee, Eunice and Northside. So that's where you'll find me. Is that regular? Is that regular? Every Tuesday, signal? yeah, every Tuesday. Yeah, I'll drop the link in there as well in the description. So make sure you're checking. It. Well, in, when this comes out, it will be Tuesday, I think. So yeah, make sure that you... Click on that link, follow them and them, all of that stuff. Man knows football as well. Make sure you definitely subscribe to that one because there's a lot of content on there. And yeah, are you pushing out a lot anyway, regardless of circumstances? Yeah, I You're mean, still I'm pushing just, it. Yeah, because when I don't do something for like a day or two, I get like, it's, it's mad because I get people that DM and just send me messages like, yo, we're waiting for your response on yeah, this. I so see the comments, man. <laughs> Like, why are you taking so long? And it's just like, is it? It's, it's crazy. It's, I mean, it's an amazing feeling. It's a yeah. great feeling. I ain't gonna lie, because I never thought for a day when I started this. I never thought for a day I'd be getting messages like that. So mm. nah, it's nice to have man. Right. Yeah, I guess we're doing something right over this side. You get me? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. But I appreciate you coming on. Obviously, I know you're taking the time out and all of that stuff as well. Nah, but, always, bro. Come on, you're my guy. Anytime you need me on the camera, I'm, I'm gonna jump you're on. Dale. I yeah, hear that. I hear I'm that. But do my best to jump on for you, my bro. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate that. But listen, everyone who's been listening and watching this as well, at the bottom of the screen, you can see the social accounts. But also, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Can't stress that enough. We've got a couple of subscribers. We're getting a couple of views, but we need more. So make sure you subscribe to the channel, and as well. Again, Goonie, thank you for joining us. I forgot mm -hmm. what episode this is. I still can't remember what episode it is, so I'm just going to leave that out for now. But yeah, thank you for listening or watching wherever you're doing it on Apple or Spotify or YouTube. We'll be back next week as well. So thank you very much for watching. Until next time, stay safe. <laughs>